Radio Bypass, the place to hear new music. Hey, Radio Bypass listeners, we are back with another interview. Today, we are joined by a new artist for Radio Bypass. Please welcome Kenneth Bryan. How you doing, Kenneth? I'm doing good. How's everybody doing out there? I think we're all pretty good, I hope. Um, Awesome. Man, I'm so excited to talk to you. I um, had a chance to hear a song of yours, Falling Again, that I played on um, one of our music episodes. We do those every Saturday, a couple of weeks back. Great tune. And today, uh, February 25th, you're releasing your album, Keys to the Kingdom. Yeah, it's coming out today. And man, it feels good to finally get it out. We recorded it right before the whole pandemic thing happened out in uh, Joshua Tree out in, in California, out in the desert at uh, Dave Ketching's uh, studio called uh, Rancho de la Luna. And Dave Ketching is, uh, was in the Queens of Stone Age and Eagles of Death Metal and a lot of those bands. And, and it's such a really cool place. I've been going out there for years and, and Dave's a good friend. And, and uh, it's just a cool place. There's a really great vibe out there. And uh, I mean, it's just a, they got some good gear and you never know man you never know who's going to show up you know billy gibbons might knock at the door or something that's just crazy out there when it comes to that kind of stuff but it's a great place to make a record and uh so we're uh i'm I'm just happy to get have this this thing out and moving and uh you know go work it that's awesome well before we get totally into the record tell us a little bit about you so you're, you're the vocalist and the guitar player um Tell us a little bit about the background of the Kenneth Bryan band. Well, I am from Gainesville, Florida, which is sort of a, you know, uh, rock royalty kind of town. We got nine, nine Hall of Fame members from here in one little town, you know, North Florida, right below Georgia, really like where the university is. But you got all the Tom Petty guys and then Stephen Stills and, you know, Bernie Ledden and Don Felder from the Eagles and Bo Diddley. And, uh, and growing up here, everybody could play. Uh, whether they played bluegrass or or country rock or there was a big punk rock and heavy metal scene in Gainesville when I was a kid and uh, it's like everybody could play really well so when I moved up to Nashville when I was uh, Tennessee when I was 20 years old uh, it didn't scare the hell out of me it uh, you know everybody I knew down here could play pretty well so uh, I was there for a good number of years and, and in Austin Texas and uh you know, playing all the, the whole circuit all over the country and put out a record in 2011 with, uh, produced by a guy named Johnny Sandlin who did all the Almond Brothers mm-hmm. records. And uh, Johnny became like a father to me, and I worked in the studio with him in Decatur, Alabama for many years. And and uh, that record really did well for me. And uh, we ended up touring with a lot of different artists, uh, Lucinda Williams uh, in particular, ZZ Top, Larry Skinner, a lot of... Uh, you know, just good, you know, big, wonderful acts like that. And Blackberry Smoke, a lot of shows with Blackberry Smoke. Right. And uh, so we've been working the last couple of years and, you know, released a few more since then. Uh, Blackbird, which was sort of a heavier record. And then with Lions, uh, the last one that did really well. And when I moved to L.A., I ended up in, in you know, Los Angeles uh, in 2016. And I started working with uh, some of the guys in Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Um, 
Steve Ferroni, the drummer in particular, became a really good friend and started playing with me and, uh, and, uh, just, uh, kind of helped Scott Thurston too, kind of helped shape the, uh, the sound a little more even than, uh, than it was already. And well, that was a great, uh, you know, wonderful, uh, experience really. I, I bet. I bet. And, and you mentioned Steve, but also Mike Campbell helped you, I believe, work on this record. Correct? Yeah. Yeah. And right after Tom unfortunately passed away and nobody, yeah, I got everybody was just devastated. Nobody saw that coming. He's it's my hero being from here. And he's sure. You know, Gainesville number one son. I mean, they still have a mural on the 34th street wall. It says that, uh, but Mike, uh, we worked at Steve Ferroni's house in Tarzana, um, California there in LA. And just, uh, Mike came over and we, he helped me, uh, I, you know, it was a pre-production really for the record where we got the first four or five songs together. And, uh, man, you know, guys, one of my heroes, one of the greatest guitar players that ever lived. And, it was just, you know, it was absolutely awesome working with him. And um, he was originally going to produce the record. Then he got that gig with uh, Fleetwood Mac. And uh, that took him out uh, on the road with them. And um, anyway, uh, but him and Steve were really the ones that, you know, helped me get the the thing, the vibe of the record together. And, you know, just, just great people, man. I can't, I mean, everybody in the Heartbreakers is you know, it's just amazing people. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, man. And then you recorded um, the whole album in at Joshua Tree or yeah. some of the uh, album? Well, everything but one track. Uh, actually, you know, we recorded everything out there in like three days. I mean, we just did. I like to record pretty much live. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll try to, get, you know, capture lightning in a bottle and get the groove. Uh, down on tape, you know, as uh, as live as possible. Then go back and, you know, I'll re-sing the vocal. But I try to do all the leads, you know, lead guitar stuff, and slide guitar stuff as live as possible, just to try to get that feel. Sure. We did everything in, you know, two or three takes. And uh, the band on that was a band I was using out in California, Chris Cano on drums uh, from L.A. He was in a Ozo Motley and another band called Orson, and um, really great. And uh, Brandon Owens, um, who's my friend Ike Owens' brother. Uh, who's just a, you know an amazing bass player, man. He uh, plays a lot of actually a lot of hip hop soul sessions and stuff like that. And um, and both of those guys kind of have a jazz background too. So it's kind of it was just it was just you know they're great players. And we all just hung out out in the desert for a week, and everybody had their you know just had a good time, man. And you know no no nothing stressful out there at all. I mean it's just like if you've never been out to you know Joshua Tree or Pioneer Town or Yucca Valley, it's like being on the moon, man. It's pretty awesome. I've heard. I've not been yet, but you should I go. Have you heard. gotta take the fam, take the family down there and see, man. Uh, I, it's a, just, it's just really, it's the high desert, so it's not 120 degrees in the summer. You know, it's like you know 95 or 90 or whatever, and it's just, it's a neat place. It really is. I bet it is. Yeah. Now the the songs on the album uh, you said were influenced by you living in Southern California and your experiences there. So tell us about some of the songs on the record. Uh, well, I mean, I lived, I was living in, uh, in when I first moved to LA in the Hollywood Hills, we had the last like sort of house on stilts, this old hippie guy we rented from. And 
and uh, the neighbors were like Eva Longoria and Little Wayne and all these people. It was crazy, man. You know, and I'm out there going, "Hey, slow down!" You know, uh, <laughs> nothing changes. No, but you know, I had a. It was kind of a magical thing being there the first couple of years and getting to you know meet all these guys. Oh, I mean, from from Gainesville, I never know anybody in the Heartbreakers uh, before, and I'd never met Tom. And it just it was you know, was, I had those guys helping me with the sound, and then we were playing a lot um all over really and but it just the vibe and the feel out there definitely influenced uh you know what i do i mean there's always going to be a swamp rock southern rock thing going on with what i do i mean it's the it's the land of the you know Allen brothers and skinner and petty and sure everything down here but there's you know there's definitely i definitely got exposed to a lot of different uh elements out there that were really cool just like i did when i when i lived in nashville but in a different way and uh so those all those things made it into the to the uh to the vibe of the songs definitely you know the vibe of the desert and the vibe of the being out and i ended up living in in malibu out there and that was that was really uh, you know amazing place to be and and uh but yeah you know just sort of uh had it had a little bit this one has a little bit different feel i really think we got the live feel of uh of the band on this one though man i mean and that's what i like to try to do is just you know just capture the the thing in its pure form and just not not too many not you know too many effects or too many this or that just try to you know really get the feel of the music you know gotcha well i I can tell definitely on the falling again song you know the way your vocal is i mean it it sounds very pure you're feeling it um, seemed like you were inside the song for sure on that one. Absolutely, man. That's a that's a fun one right there. And uh, well, Mike and Steve helped me get that together. And that one little signature lick, Mike was kind of doing something like that, and and I kind of you know went off of what he was doing, and and so that's kind of neat. And then you know I went after we recorded out there when I came back to Alabama to uh, redo Johnny Sandlin's studio. We we did some of the vocals there too. And at Clearwave Studios in uh, in in Alabama with my friend Jeremy Stevens and um, just but all the similar situations you know funky old places that some things work and some things don't and and sometimes in the you know making music uh, limitations are good you know I mean it's just like life you know <laughs> you don't want too many choices you know <laughs> it's just. Uh, too many, uh, too much or too many of anything is not a good, not a great thing. So, you know, it's like you're talking about, you know, guitar players. I mean, you know, when I was growing up, you had one stomp box to make it louder or whatever. Now there's 50,000 of them. And it's kind of confusing, you know? Right. So it's kind of nice when you just have. And all these modeling know, units now. Yeah, I can't, I can't put my head around stuff like that. I literally right. play a Les Paul. I have a 1952 Les Paul that has humbuckers in it. And that was it was refinished by gibson in 59 i mean it's like a gift from god i could i don't know how i ended up with this guitar i play that into an old fender tweed pro from like 1949 or or a marshall on some of the heavier ones or uh a, you know a fender you know a blackface uh deluxe reverb i just plug those in straight and i have something to make it louder for solos i mean that's all that's all i do man and you can tell you know, nothing is processed or anything like that. It's just a straight up guitar tone, you know. And that's what you used in the studio on this album yeah. as well. I mean, I used that Les Paul and that one Tweed Pro that I got in Memphis years ago, probably on ninety percent of everything that I played. 
I think I plugged into a Marshall, my 69 Marshall one time like, and to a deluxe reverb one time. I think that's it. And so <laughs> I, I mean, like that. I like, yeah, that. man, I, the less I got to think about, uh, the more I can, you know, get into the, the vibe of the, what we're doing. And, you know, so, I mean, you got to get to that point, I think in your, in your career or whatever, where you have those tools that, you know, you don't have to think about it anymore. Right. You know, it's like somebody going up there and swinging a bat in a baseball game. You know, they know what they know what kind of bat they use. They know what weight, but, you know, you don't have to worry about it. You just swing. So. Gotcha. Gotcha. I like that. Yeah, man. That's pretty cool. So this record is, um, I'm told, is, is being promoted as, you know, being packed with Southern rock, Americana, alt, alt country, blues rock sounds. So. Obviously, you've taken all kinds of genres of music into your life and, and, yeah. and created your music off of it. Is there any um, artist or, or particular genre that inspires you the most to and inspire, was your part of your inspiration in creating this body of work that is now the Keys to the Kingdom album? I think that just my, you know, my background growing up uh, and, you know, growing up in, in, in North Florida and in Alabama, and it just, it's an area that is, you know, it, it's old school Southern, but the university's here. So you'd had, you know, uh, different influences, everything. So I kind of grew up with, you know, country and gospel and bluegrass and stuff first. But then when I got older, I got into, you know, rock and roll and, and, you know, heavy metal and punk rock and everything that was going on. And there would be, in Gainesville, there would be, you could go and see a bluegrass band or you could go and see a death metal band or a reggae band. I mean, it's just, it's an interesting mix of, you know, people. And I think all those things growing up, there wasn't much difference to me of all those things. It was, if it was good, it was good. And the vibe was good. And, and I think that, you know, Tom Petty was a huge influence. Uh, you know, first thing I remember hearing, I think was Hank Williams senior, you know, and, and then the Allman Brothers, Dwayne Allman, all that, that whole, uh, you know, vibe of that whole era of Southern rock. And then getting to work with those, you know, guys that made that music. And, sure. I mean, the people that have shaped my life, definitely uh, early on, uh, one of my drummers that played with me, Hunt Sales, he played with Iggy Pop on like Lust for Life. He played with me for a few years. He helped, really helped me go in the right direction. And then, uh, you know, another drummer, Steve Ferroni and, 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 you know, and, and uh guys that were like hey you know what about this how about that and then working with johnny sandlin in alabama producer you know that he was a drummer in a, in a band called hourglass with Dwayne and greg Ullman when they were kids and uh you know it was like their first band that they tried to do anything with and and he was uh then later he produced uh, the own brother stuff and and working with him i really learned a lot about how to really kind of get in the groove of what's going on and really tap into, you know, he would hear something. He had these like magical ears, man. He would hear something that nobody else would hear. And I'd be messing around with something and he on a dobro and he'd say, hold on, man, what was that? You know, record that. And, uh, I don't know. He just, uh, I mean, that guy definitely was, he's like a father to me, passed away a couple years ago, but, um, just uh being around i've been around some really amazing people some heavy hitters and and uh and just being out there on the road you know meeting people and and uh being around billy gibbons uh last all the times i have i mean that guy's like he's like a 
he's like a rocket scientist or something, man. The guy's like a genius, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's like, he knows everything about everything. I've never you know, really met anybody like that. And, and right. he's, you know, not only like, you know, then he's just on top of that, he's like the coolest guy that ever lived. And he's 70 years old. It's like, I just try to pay attention to everything that that guy does and says. And, you know, so, yeah. I mean, I've just been blessed to be around a lot of good people and it's all made its way into my thing. And, and, uh, I don't know, man. It's just, uh, I, like I said before, before we started an interview, I was talking to you and I said, you know, I still love it. Like I, like I did when I was 10 or 11 years old. I, you know, I got a guitar back then and I never really did anything else but that. And so, um, I still just love it, you know? That's great. Yeah. You can hear the passion in, in the music and, and certainly talking to you today, I can tell you're uh, just as excited as you can be about it, which is great. Absolutely. Yeah. That's what music's all about, man. You, you know, real musicians don't do it for fame and fortune. It's nah. for passion and love and it's in your man, blood. Just, so absolutely, man. Communicate like, you know, when you're playing live and communicating with people and then they're they're receiving that thing and giving it back to you and it's just you know i mean it's just a beautiful thing it really is and you know there's so much to navigate in life especially these days the last couple of years has just been insane for everyone no matter how you feel about anything or where you live or who you're from it's, it's been crazy and so it's nice to have a form of communication with people that's not you know visual or political or whatever you know it's just purely like Hey, um, I got this, you know, thing for you and you can, you know, you can get into it and it, it lifts people up when you're doing your job, right? It lifts people up and lifts you up too, you know, so that's really sure. good. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah. So now that the record's hitting the streets um, and COVID seems to be lifting a little bit, all the things that were keeping us from being able to do live shows, what about live shows? Are you going to be able to go out and support the record with uh, live dates? Yeah, we're going out. We're doing uh, going to do some more shows with uh, BlackBerry. We got a couple festivals coming up, and hopefully more things. Uh, it's been I think that's been really hard for everybody in the music business to get back out there and do it because, like you said, you know, uh, we had so many things booked, and then you know things would get canceled, and you know things from two years ago are still being rebooked, and right, and uh, everywhere is different. Uh, basically, in the southeast, you know, you can work right now, and, and everything's you know moving along like it like it was and that's good but we'll be doing Summerfest. we'll be doing sturges uh um a couple bike rallies uh different festivals and you know just keep up with uh you know my facebook's kenneth brian band or kenneth brian band.com or uh you know the instagram or whatever we'll, we'll let everybody know where we're going to be at and uh like to be out as much as possible again um and uh in a way that you know everybody feels good about it you know that's great. So, yeah, yeah, man. I, I, I can tell you around here, man, I, I know you, you haven't been here for a couple of months up where I'm at, but um, people are definitely embracing getting out and rocking and rolling. Uh, I've, I've, yeah. seen, I've seen good amounts of people everywhere I've gone. So I think everybody's feeling pretty comfortable about going out and checking out some live music now. That's good, man. I mean, people need it. People need to get out of the house. I mean, you know, it just makes you crazy having to watch the news all day long i mean <laughs> exactly <laughs> nobody yeah exactly more people get back to work and go out and have fun and listen to live music and you know i mean it's it's just only going to get better and this thing seems to be finally evening out and you know and and god it's been a 
you really find out what's important to you, you know, something like that happens. But all of our ancestors have all had to go through like things like this over and over again, diseases and wars and famines and, you know, and we've all been here the whole time. And so, you know, we got to, it's just, we just got to get through this thing and get back to living, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So, Kenneth, before we uh, wrap this up and, and, and play some of your music, is there anything else we should know about the Kenneth Bryan Band? Oh, just, uh, you know, I've been out there for a number of years, and uh, we have, a you know, a good live following and a good cult following. And it's just, it's you know, it's just music for the soul, man. I mean, it really is. It, it, it's not for any other reason than, than being out there and just trying to further that thing that I – and I feel like I come from a musical tradition, coming from where I come from, and coming from, you know, the styles that I, that I come from, and and it and it's just uh, it's all about moving that thing forward in the in the same way that, you know, uh, whether it was, you know, the blues guys back in the day, or or or, or, or Hank Williams, or the Allman Brothers, or you know, Petty or Skinner or whatever, this that whole thing, or even into other, you know, talking about heavier stuff, uh, um, you know, other bands. Uh, you know, uh, that have, that have tapped into that thing, uh, you know, that, that sort of, for lack of a better description, Southern rock thing and, and just, uh, you know, moving it forward, moving it to, to somewhere else, not, you know, not being a, a, a cover band of a certain time or, or anything like that, but just really, you know, moving that thing in the, in a new direction and, keeping it real you know and i just love it man i just love to play and be out and talk to people and, and i love traveling and and being out i've been doing my whole life and i just uh it's just a wonderful uh thing to be able to do you know sure um, sure, sure beats uh you know a lot of other options that i had <laughs> not too many, so i'm glad this one worked out you know uh, i was about a step away from joining the marines or something when i was about you know, 15, 16, getting into trouble, but I was already playing guitar and I was already, oh man, I made, I made $26 tonight at the, at the, you know, Common Grounds in Gainesville or whatever, right. American Legion Hall or whatever. So I don't know, you know, encouraging kids to play music, you know, it's, it's great for them. It gets, it keeps them out of trouble. It gets them into the right trouble. Right. And, uh, you know, I don't know, man, it's just a beautiful thing to be able to do and hope to see everybody out on the road this year. And, you know, and, uh, I mean, just, uh, you know, come out and see us and make sure to say, Hey, and, uh, you know, just look forward to seeing everybody again. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Well, Kenneth, I appreciate you coming by radio bypass and filling us in on your band. And I wish you much success with the keys to the kingdom record being released today. So check it out, folks, the Kenneth Bryan band. The album is keys to the kingdom. That is out there right now, and you can check out KennethBryanBand.com for more information or follow Kenneth uh, on his social media pages. And we're going to feature a couple of songs at the end of this interview from the Kenneth Bryan Band, so make sure you stick around and check those tunes out. Again, Kenneth, thank you so much for joining us today. Well, thanks for having me, man. It's been a pleasure. So that was my chat with Kenneth Bryan this morning. I hope you enjoyed it and learn something about a brand new artist to our world, to Radio Bypass world, new to our family here. And today's his big day. His album is out now. Keys to the Kingdom is the title of the album. And as discussed, 
during the interview or as stated during the interview toward the end there. Wanted you to stick around to hear a couple of songs from Kenneth Bryan. One of them I played on the show a couple of weeks ago. That tune's called Falling Again. And I'll have that uh, right for you coming up in just a minute. But I'm going to start out, I'm going to leave you with two songs from the Kenneth Bryan Band. Um, And I'm going to start out with the title track, Keys to the Kingdom. And that'll be followed up by Falling Again. So check out this new artist. This is the Kenneth Bryan Band. And here's Keys to the Kingdom. Thanks for checking out the interview. Forget your chair Forget your cocaine Forget your pill I'll take you high Forget your love I'll take you What? 